The OHP Uncut Podcast with Cannon. Hey, what's up? It's Cannon from Open House Party and OHP Uncut. It seems to be the new trend to throw things on stage at artists while they're performing. Water bottles, bras, the, <laughs> the list goes on and on. Uh, artists, spoiler alert, do not like it. Pete Wentz talks a little bit about some of the things he's had thrown at Fallout Boy and uh, how he feels about it and what he plans to do about it today when we talk about lots of things, including the new song, We Didn't Start the Fire, their new version of that. Make sure you click subscribe on this channel. That's how you can win a virtual meet and greet with your favorite artist. We pick random new subscribers and you can win exactly that, some FaceTime with your favorite artist. You can see some of those chats below. But right now, let's get into it with Pete Wentz from Fallout Boy. The OHP Uncut Podcast with Cannon. Pete Wentz, how you doing, buddy? Good, I'm chilling, man. How are you? I'm good, man. That show in Boston the other night was absolutely unbelievable. Oh, yeah, yeah. Thank you. Yeah, that was like pretty crazy. Long time in the making, you know? I guess you've got a new, for like lack of a better term, logo for Fallout Boy that I noticed it was on stage. It's sort of like that like half frown, half smile, yin yang type thing. What's the meaning behind that? Yeah, we've been using it on the um on this record cycle. We used it in the art and it kind of like fits the theme of the record where it's like you know life can feel short and that can feel paralyzing and it's hard to break out of that, but then the other half of that is like you have to do things. You have to do everything in life to kind of break out of that feeling, you know? Oh, I love that. Who came up with that? Uh, me and then my friend and Brendan and me came up with the, the art for it. Yeah. I also kind of wondered personally if it has something to do with maybe like a nod to the style of music you guys uh, can be known for, which is like sort of dark lyrics um, and then uplifting sort of uh, upbeat instrumentation that goes with it. Yeah, I mean, I feel like we were doing Barbenheimer before it was cool, right? Like the, <laughs> the, the pink and the black house next to each other or whatever. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it really works out best because Patrick's voice and melodies are just work like that. So like, it's like sometimes just like this, the saddest stuff, but like, you know, he's singing it. So it, it works out. I also noticed you played some songs that were like, uh, you know, special for Boston, like Sweet Caroline. Uh, and Dropkick Murphy's in there. That's got to be hard to do everywhere you go. Well, we're changing the set list everywhere we go, and then we're trying to, you know, incorporate moments that are, like, from the 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 the, the stadium or something, you know? So, like, when we were in New York, we had Travi from gym class come out and did that kind of – like, so we just kind of tried to, you know, and, and, and honestly, like, listen, we were debating doing um, Sweet Caroline, and then it was like, once we were there in the building, it was like, dude, this might be your only time. You have yeah. to do it. You know what I mean? So, yeah. What about like different covers from each show? Are they always different as well? Because I noticed you did a Metallica cover, which was super dope. Um, we've done Crazy Train. Uh, we've done um, Don't Stop Believing. Um, yeah, we kind of try to mix it up to like a little bit. Not too crazy because you're in a stadium. So like, Mixing it up too much, you can get a little lost in the sauce. But we try to just, we're trying to have a little fun with keeping it, you know, interesting. Now, I also noticed you jumping in the crowd. You're still doing that. Does that not make you nervous, man? There's got to be hands going places and <laughs> get a little weird, right? It, it, it only gets, like, chaotic sometimes. Most of the time, I think um, people are so shell-shocked or something that, like, they there's, like, not really much of a reaction. Like, they don't, 
like react until afterwards. But um, yeah, every once in a while people get a little frisky, I guess. But there's guys down there that kind of swat the hands out. So it's okay. <laughs> you know what else I noticed lately? This theme of people throwing shit on stage, like water bottles, phones, other objects, bras. Uh, how bad does that bother you? Well, so we have these um, beach balls that go out, these clear beach balls that kind of like mimic our album cover, the bubbles on our album cover. And they go out in the middle of the show. Um, and uh, one hit, like a giant one, hit the microphone that I was uh, singing into the other night and um, smashed my face like extremely bad. And I was bloody everywhere. But like that one, like I, 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 oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, I'm backstage. So they're sending a, there's a bomb dog that comes in every show and they just sniff around. So, oh, um, okay, no problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But so I got, uh, I ended up with a, like a bloody face or whatever. There he is. Um, oh, and... what's up? Don't panic. You <laughs> get real weird about that. Totally. Uh, and, but there was no, nobody to get mad at in that case. Cause I was like, dang, we put these beach balls out into the audience. So like, there's nothing in, to be done about that. Um, but we haven't experienced much, like, listen, we, maybe in 2006, we used to go and play this these festivals in Europe, and dude, we would get pounded with water bottles, all kinds of stuff in them. If we survived that, I feel like we can kind of make it through anything. Like, it, that was actual chaos. Um, but yeah, we haven't had anything too crazy. We haven't had anything really, really thrown. You got to wonder, like, what people's end game is when they're doing things like that. Like, what are you really hoping for? I mean, I think people don't think it through at all. Honestly, I feel like, like, because I've seen people throw their phones and that kind of stuff. I'm like, if you're throwing your phone or something, it's like you just don't have. Like, what do you? What's the end game? You just don't have a phone. You know, they like, think it you're gonna like. They think you're gonna take a selfie and like throw it back or uh, something. It's like you just threw your phone at me. I'm not giving it back to you. Yeah, <laughs> and it's like hard to figure out who through it to get it back to them i don't know you're better yeah. off just not really throwing anything honestly <laughs> yeah i would agree with that in addition to the new stuff of course you're doing all the anthems and people are singing along to every single word are there any songs uh particularly like anthems that you guys have where you look and people are singing along to every single word of the song but in your mind you're going i'm not sure they truly understand the meaning <laughs> behind the song or like what the intention was behind the lyrics are there any songs like that that stand out to you that are in your sets well i kind of like never think about it in terms of that because lots of times people will tell me about the lyrics and i'm like oh wow there is way more depth to your thought pattern behind it than mine and it <laughs> makes me think that like oh shoot i probably shouldn't be explaining what i was thinking about this at all because i'm the one who doesn't really have a clue um though there are times when we're playing and i'm like I think because like you know i guess you know that people always bring up like the enunciation stuff uh with the earlier stuff and like there's times when we're playing and i'm like ah these they're like not singing the right words or like we're playing this song called bang the doldrums and it's just like oh yo's you know whatever kind of piratey sounding and i think sometimes people sing words and i'm like but there just aren't any words <laughs> but but uh but that's more our fault than anyone else's. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's talk about the song that we're here to talk about. We didn't start the fire, which is brilliant. And you kind of go, I wonder why nobody has done this yet. But I am so glad that Fallout Boy is the band that did it because you did it in your own personal Fallout Boy kind of way. I had to text you and I was just like, dude, this song is so effing dope. Uh, how did you know that now was the time to do that? 
listen, I've been trying to get people to do it for the past three or four years. I was like, dude, this is like ripe. It feels like like friends who are in bands. And finally, Patrick was like, why don't we just be the ones to do it? And so <laughs> we we did it. And listen, like we, you know, like we cut stuff, we added stuff, we cut stuff, you know, like it's it was an, an interesting process. And, you know, I've definitely had people bring up like, you didn't like the biggest omission, I guess, is is COVID. And it yeah. was interesting because we kind of thought about it in terms of like COVID was something that you feel through other lyrics because it touches it touched so much of our lives that like it was it felt almost like too obvious. And I feel like um in some ways one of the things I liked about the original is um he goes over these things that were like big things for a short period of time. Like you don't really remember them, but like they, because they are lost to the sands of like time, you know, or whatever. And we tried to include some, some of those. Um, listen, it was stuff came, COVID went in, COVID went out, you know, like stuff like, you know, we, we added and we've tried to add some stuff that were, was outside of our perspective and, and tried to think of it in terms of like, this is a bigger song than that. But at the same time, we also didn't like really think of the song in terms of like that people were like, it was going to, get played on the radio or something you know what i mean so yeah. like yeah it was a little i don't know spot more spontaneous spont spontaneous than that were there any lyrics in there that you kind of had to jam in there because you were like oh, i really need something that rhymes with this <laughs> we did need a rhyme with uh i can't take this anymore and i i thought of bush v gore like kind of in the moment you know like i think we could have ended up with something that was uh like, I think that was the best version of what we would have come up with for I Can't Take This Anymore, you know, or whatever, was, was the Bush v. Gore one. And uh, why the MySpace mentioned, but no, like, Facebook or TikTok? Why did you choose MySpace? When we were going through things, like, there was versions where they, those were in. And then we were like, ah, like, like, what's more important, this or Obama? What's more important, like, this or the, you know, uh, uh, the tsunami? Or what's more important, you know what I mean? Like, we were like... It was an endless debate, honestly. You know what I mean? And there's obviously some things in there that are just like cheekily ours, whether it's like Tom DeLong and Aliens or, um, <laughs> you know what I mean? Or like, you know, you know, Michael Jordan in there twice. But that's because, you know, it's us, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's absolutely incredible. Uh, we're going to play it now on the radio show on Open House Party. I do want to mention that I saw that Billy Joel at one point in time had mentioned that that song is a nightmare to do live just because, you know, the lyrics are really, really difficult to remember. Have you had that problem yet? We haven't played it live yet, but I think that's going to be a nightmare because it's like there's so much crammed in. What do you have uh, planned for the rest of the summer then? More dates? We got three more days on this tour, and then we have about two weeks off and we go to Japan. And we could probably do an entire interview talking about the graphic novel that you're working on. Any progress on that? That's going to be coming out early um, early next year, I believe. We just got some of the proofs in that are pretty cool. Can't wait to check it out when it drops, man. Thank you so much for your time today, Pete. You're a, uh, a friend of the show and we value your friendship and your art and your time and, of course, your music as well. Pete Wentz, thanks, dude. I appreciate you, man. The OHP Uncut Podcast with Canon.